back to another episode of Suds and Cinema. My name's Kyle. I'm Josh. Uh, this is episode 130, and today we will be reviewing VHS 99. Uh, Huge. <laughs> Everyone's been asking for it, so. Yeah. I uh, don't really think we had a plan. I mean, I we kind of said that we were thinking about doing Lord of the Rings, but Jacob's not here. We haven't finished the show. There's lots of different reasons. And then we pushed the Halloween Ends review a couple times, so... Uh, Jacob is actually gone this week. He is in Wisconsin, so we just went with a uh, easy streaming choice. Kept it in the horror realm to help Josh out as well, and uh, we're bringing back a previous guest mm-hmm. from long time ago. What it been? When was Spiral? Two years ago? Episode, Episode like sixty six, I think. Okay, so a little over a year ago. So Almost got him on the double. One thirty two would have been double. Yeah, exactly. But uh, the whorehound, Anthony, welcome back to Sudden Cinema. What is going on, guys? Glad to be back. Yeah, thanks for coming on. Um, you know, short we, notice. We, <laughs> yeah, yeah, short notice. I mean, we threw out the idea, maybe let's get Palmer on, and then we realized instantly that was fucking stupid. <laughs> Tried uh, that twice. <laughs> that didn't so work. So. Wanted a good guest to come back on, somebody that actually talks and uh, knows knows a little bit about film. <laughs> exactly. It, it, was, yeah, it took a, a little bit to get... To watching that movie, I texted oh, Josh yeah. last oh, night yeah. at like midnight. I was at a Halloween party, and then I'm like, okay, I gotta watch this movie. And I have AMC Plus, which you get shuttered with that. And I snapped Josh. I'm like, this thing will not show. I went to Prime Video. I was like, Josh, what's your what's your stuff for Shutter? I need to log in. So yeah, and I passed out last night, so I had to wake up early and watch it today. So I literally just got done watching the movie. Oh, it's good. It'll be fresh in your mind. Yes. Yeah, I heard that you get like a lot of. I heard you get. S- a lot of sh- movies that are on Shutter with AMC Plus, but I didn't think it was the actual like subscription to Shutter with it. And like Shutter I know VHS ninety nine is owned yeah. by okay. AMC. Okay, okay, that makes sense. Yeah. I didn't know that because yeah. I was wondering. I was when you told me that he was trying to watch it through AMC Plus, I was like, well, I know you get Shutter titles uh, with AMC Plus, but I didn't know if it was the actual app where like because VHS ninety nine is a Shutter original, is that going to be included with AMC right. Plus? But it is. Mm-hmm. Yeah, well, I'm pretty sure if you you have the AMC Plus subscription, it comes with Shutter, right? Yeah, yeah. yeah. Shutter's like six dollars a month. I think AMC Plus like eleven. <coughs> so yeah, exactly. yeah. I, if that is true, and like I don't have, I don't want to have technical problems, but I would cancel my Shutter, the add-on that I have, and get AMC because you get yeah. a lot of stuff on AMC. Um, a lot of new releases too, like festival releases, get put on AMC Plus before oh. before like other services could be huge. I mean, Travis said he's watched a lot of 2022 movies on AMC Plus already. What so. if that Banshees movie is going to be in there? Yeah. Uh, yeah. Banshees of Inertion or whatever the fuck Yeah, it's I don't know how to pronounce <laughs> it. Yeah, I use it right through YouTube TV, so, and then it's like an extra six ninety nine a month, so it's not a bad deal, because I'm a big fan of The Walking Dead, so I oh, yeah, like to I stay in front, are and I get to watch like a week ahead than everybody else. Huge deadhead. That's the only reason why I got that, <laughs> was for The Walking Guy Dead. Guy loves fucking walking. <laughs> And speaking of uh, a little, little off topic here, but you guys mentioned how I was on the, when was that back in like, that was like two years ago for yeah, Spiral. Spiral. It's been a minute, yeah. Well, it is announced that Saw 10 is what they're calling it. <laughs> we'll be out next October. So they are continuing. Let's go. You're coming. We will have to be <laughs> yeah. back for that for sure. Saw 10. Next October. Interesting. So I they're just, it, yeah. Just 67 you were on and it was May 18th, 2021. So not two years. So, yeah, not year and a half. About that, yeah, Yeah, year and a half. I hear they're going back to the original 
like not gonna be a spinoff kind of thing. So I don't know what. They're well, yeah, because Spiral was dog shit. Whoa, I, st- whoa, whoa. <laughs> I still think it holds up as a good spinoff. <laughs> it is a good spinoff, but yeah, no need to see um, <laughs> Sad Boy from fucking uh, <laughs> what Social Network is Jigsaw anymore. We're done with that. <laughs> oh yeah. All right. Um, anything new that we need to get into? No, it's been three days. All right. Yeah, we haven't. <laughs> we recorded Thursday night. Three days later. <laughs> so yeah, might be uh, might be a little bit shorter episode. Depends on how long we go for the main review. But uh, we do have a beer here. It is finally the beer that I bought fucking a month ago in um in Indiana. Wanted to get something that we couldn't normally uh, get our hands on. And Jacob had the chance to try it on Thursday. We'll have to. Maybe we'll call him. Maybe we'll do a little bit. Ooh, get his thoughts. Yeah, on you it. think he's gonna answer the fucking phone? We could try. Try. Yeah. <laughs> um, but this is called "Kiss the Cook" from Bad Dad Brewing Company. Um, "Kiss the Cook" is a double IPA, coming in at eight point eight percent ABV. Um, there's a little description on the can here. I will read. Oops, sorry. <laughs> um, just trying to put my pin in, and I think my face unlocked it. So, um, all right, dads have a way about them. Some may call it reckless, but we like to think of it as adventurous. That's how we brew our beer. In the pursuit of greatness, we try new things, go where fears, go where others fear to tread, and always come back with some damn fine beer. Stick with us; we'll show you what beer can be. So that's obviously a description for the brewery, not for the beer here. Um, it's right underneath it. Yep, I see it now. Well, this is the notes. It's on the same untapped. Okay, yeah, it's same on untapped. Yep. I don't have it pulled up. Uh, notes, this light-bodied beer boasts a tropical bouquet with mild bitterness. The flavor lingers slightly, but dissipates enough to warrant another sip. Brewed with confidence in Fairmount, Indiana. From Bad Dad Brewing. You're not my dad! <laughs> don't tell your mother. Don't That's tell mom. Um. Oh, they even have jokes on the can. Look at this. They jokes. know. They know the fucking market. People that grew up with jokes on popsicles sticks are drinking beer now. Uh, what do you call someone with no body and no nose? <laughs> I see it. Nobody knows. Nobody knows. <laughs> <laughs> Classic dad. Oh, it's a dad joke. Yeah, oh. Duh, Kyle. <laughs> Jesus Christ! Welcome to the show. I I I I. I do like I do like the label how they have the little cutouts, like the it's not like perfect. <coughs> yeah, like the flaps. Yeah, yeah, yeah. yeah. The bat, cool. the B, and the bad dads over it. The the uh, minimalist little, art too. Mm-hmm. Got the grill for the dad. Kiss the cook. All right. Well, let's fucking crack it. into it. This looks dangerous. Anthony, our resident Bud Light expert. <laughs> <laughs> Might be a little let's bit see, more flavorful. Uh, let's than give Bud Jacob Light. a ring. See yeah, if this, he answers. This eight point eight percent on this will. See if Jacob answers. I highly doubt he does. Hello. You answered. Oh, one second. That was way worse. Hey, uh, we're recording the show, and we, you had the beer that we're drinking on Thursday, so we figured we'd give you a call in and 
Tell us what you thought about it. All right. Uh, what was the name of the beer? <laughs> Kiss the Cook. It was a double. That's right. Uh, honestly, I didn't think it was too bad. It kind of had like a... You're breaking up. Shout out, Wisconsin. <laughs> Service. Hello? And Jacob just got killed by a bear. Are there bear in Wisconsin? All right, Anthony, you're a new <coughs> permanent member. <laughs> so you better get used to this crap here. Uh, kind of. He's back. Yeah, I'm like in the middle of the state park. Almost. All right, make it quick then. Make it quick. All right. I thought it was pretty good. It's definitely kind of crushable, not like a five out of five. It had a nice hot flavor with some smokiness for some reason. Any dustiness? What's the dust scale? No. (laughs) No dust. (laughs) All right, Jacob. Love you, Austin. (laughs) He's dead. <clears throat> yep, if Jacob uh, doesn't return. <laughs> you know why? <laughs> Smokiness, huh? I don't know about all that. Smokiness? He said that? It's pretty fruity. It is fruity. Mm-hmm. What's your uh, it's not bad. take on it? It's not bad. I like it. I do. Let me, let me turn towards you. I feel like, I feel like I'm going to have my back turned towards Let me look in the eyes. <laughs> I mean, I don't really like know how to explain it, because <laughs> you know, I like stick to like one specific beer. Bud Light. Light. You should sponsor me, by the way. <laughs> We should sponsor. <laughs> well, I do. I like it. It's not bad. If we had a sponsorship from Founders and Bud Light, huge. it'd be huge. <laughs> huge. <laughs> I dig it. It's very, very fruity. Yeah. Super fruity. Yeah, extremely. And it doesn't say that it was like juicy or New England. Yeah, but it definitely tastes like that. <laughs> yeah. Doesn't taste like an 8-8 eight eight either. Right. I mean, it does say tropical bouquet. Bosa Tropical Bouquet. So, it definitely Bosa Tropical Bouquet. Very solid. Definitely not the season for it, but um, it's a summer. Well, I bought it a, summer a month summer ago, so. Yeah. It's a summer beer, but I enjoy it. Crushability, it. pretty high. I'd have to say. Like a 3.5? 3.5, yeah. Probably right around there. Four. What's your crushability out of five stars? If Bud Light's yeah. a five. Yeah. <laughs> Dude, I'm honestly, this this is really good. I'm going to go with a four. Straight nice. Flat four. I like it. Crushability is a four. Yeah. What would you, and then give your overall rating out of five. So crushability standard, so we can establish this for you. All right, let's it's do. It's A, there's two parts to this crushability <laughs> factor. Yeah, please explain this. One is how fast do you think you can drink it? Mm-hmm. And then the second part is how many of them can you drink? Can you drink four of these in a row? So those two them. factors is so like <laughs> say like Bud Light's like a five five crushable five you can drink a bunch of them. A stout could be very crushable, but you would only want to drink like one of them. So then it's like balances it out. Um, like let's just put like an example. We're out tailgating or something, you know, for that Michigan Michigan State game next weekend. I would. I would probably I could I could crush these back back to back, but I mean the eight point eight percent alcohol. You know, I'm I'm kind of a skinny yeah. guy. So <laughs> we you know. do that, yeah, we sometimes keep that in mind, yeah. like how fucked up will you get? But right. it usually doesn't factor too much into the crushability. No. I mean, that's I think that kind of comes into the second part of the yeah, like how many, how many can you have? Yeah, so like Bud Light, obviously, or Bush Light, you can drink twenty of them. You know, where this is like 
probably if you drink four of these, you're fucked. Oh yeah, if you drink four, <laughs> you we'll are go, not yeah. good. We're gonna go three five on the crushability, yeah. and then the four for the overall. overall. I like overall. it. Yep. That's probably exactly what I'd give. <laughs> yeah, <it> four. <laughs> pretty 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 similar. <laughs> you gotta, gotta play exactly. smart with these. <clears throat> pretty, pretty accurate there. I agree. I'd buy that for a dollar. <laughs> what? <laughs> Sorry. <laughs> I don't know. You inhaled your beer. <coughs> Is that what you're supposed to do? <coughs> um, I don't know. Apparently not. <clears throat> All right. That was uh, Kiss the Cook. I think we'd recommend. You guys ready to get into our uh, featured review here? Let's do it. God, these movies are so hard to search for. They fucking make you put in the, you have to do the, 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 the slash. Yeah. And I was doing that last night. And I was like, Nothing's <laughs> so fine. Like, I was like, I, I have to do the slash. I'm going to be <laughs> so pissed. Okay. All right. We're talking VHS 99. Uh, VHS 99 is written by seven people. So obviously it's segmented. Yeah. I'll just list them all real quick. Zoe Cooper, Flying Lotus, Chris Lee Hill, Maggie Levin, Tyler McIntyre, Johannes Roberts, Joseph Winter, and Vanessa Winter. Um, directed by Flying Lotus, Maggie Levin, Tyler McIntyre, Johannes Roberts, Joseph Winter, and Vanessa Winter. Um, it stars Jesse Latorte, Keanush Tef. To freshy, I, I mean, there's a bunch of people that are like unknowns. Yeah, and and no one's no one's gonna know any. And the anybody. cast is all they're <laughs> yeah, they're all different from each segment. So I guess it's not really worth listing. No, um, the directors are more notable. That's who you kind of watch these for. Um, but plot synopsis reads: Witness a hellish vision of 1999 as social isolation, analog technology, and disturbing home videos fuse into a nightmare of found footage savagery. What did you guys think of VHS 99? Yeah, so um, I mean. With I've seen all of the VHSs now, so this is the te- technically the fifth installment of them. I recent I talked about the most recent one um, on the podcast <laughs> when it came out. So um, somewhat of a de- I mean I would consider myself a decent fan of them. Now will they blow you away? Or are they gonna you know surprise you at all? No, I mean you've seen one, you've seen them all pretty much. But I do like the the theming of them now. Is it a niche? cliche absolutely but still fun and exciting um and they just announced the sixth one for next next year um which i'm pretty excited for but um you know it's these these segments are always it's nice when you watch these when they're anthologies like this or segments or whatever you want to call it because the run time is pretty quick i mean well except for the first one yeah i mean it's still only like 15 20 minutes Oh, you're talking about the segments? Yeah. <clears throat> I thought you were talking about the movie. No, no, no. Yeah. I'm saying like segment to segment's like 15 to 20 minutes. And yeah, then exactly. You're on to the next one, so like it's never boring. Um, this one, I I didn't really understand the the outside story. The framing device. Yeah. yeah. There yeah. was. I don't That's think there was. Because one. like the first one, you know, he's like, they like break into the house. Yeah. yeah. So, and then that's how you, and then. You know, they're always usually something. This one was just like... First two tie together really well. Mm -hmm. This one was like a home video. So, you remember the kids, um, the voyeur, the kids that were filming the girl? Gawkers, yeah. Yeah, Gawkers. That, the home video is one of those kids doing like stop motion stuff. Okay. But it doesn't really tie together. Yeah, this one was... (laughs) I don't know why they did that. Yeah, it was like, it went straight to like the films. Like, yeah, like like you mentioned, I'm glad you mentioned that because that was one thing I noticed from the... I've only seen one and two, but when they went like straight to like, I was like, okay, so the very first segment, which was the, uh, well, first of all, they're 
five segments called To Hell and Back, Ozzy's Dungeon, Suicide Bin, The Gawkers, and Shredding. First one was Shredding. Mm-hmm. And, like, I thought that was going to have something to do with those kids, and they were going to, like, find, like, you know, when they broke into that, whatever, where that punk rock concert used to be, and they were going to find, like, a TV and watch the movie. But, like, it was literally just straight to videos. Like, they said, fuck all that. They just went right to, like, <laughs> let's watch it. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. And the framing device, too, like, the stop motion stuff was, like, pure comedy. Yeah. It was, like, it, it actually was kind of funny. It was funny. I liked it, like, but it just was, like, there. the framing device had nothing to do with horror, like, tying it to horror. Or right, and that's... I, I would say I'm a pretty big fan of 1 and 2. I think 1 and 2 are... I mean, it introduced me to Adam Wingard, which he was in 1. Or was he? Uh, he was... I think he was in 1, but he's like he's not really recognizable. That's 2. Okay. That one's the best. Is that the one with uh, that's the devil one? That's the best. Is that the, the 2? Yeah, that one has the... Oh, that's the, the best movie. Yeah, that's the cult. Yes. That's... Uh, what's his nuts? Gavin... Oh, Gareth the, Evans. Who did the raid. Yes, yeah. yes, yeah. exactly. Um, yeah, because it's Indonesian. Yeah, of course. He had a boner for it. I don't, yeah, I don't. <laughs> I didn't even think about that. It's yeah. <laughs> perfect. Um, so yeah, uh, yeah. These segments were a little bit weaker, I think, than over than the the rest of them. They were they were exactly what you expect out of these, though. I mean, um, acting is mid, you know, but uh, I, the practical effects are always pretty good, um, and <coughs> I like that they do a decent amount of practical effects in all of these, and this one kind of held true to that. Um, the past iteration I think was a little bit better, um, the '94 one. But um, yeah, uh, they're always they're always fun. But this one didn't didn't blow me away. It's just like before I watch any of these movies, I go out of there and I'm like, what the fuck did I just watch? <laughs> oh yeah, and like that's what <laughs> I was like going into. Like I know how these go. And uh, granted, I've only seen the first and second one. The first and second one scared the dog shit oh yeah i remember watching my college like i was freaked out you remember that one the one i could never get that girl like the demon girl's face out of my mind. oh that was the first one (laughs) that one is really good that's the first second in the first one and that's the cheating husband one right where they they hire the private investigator Mm -mm -mm. that's Hmm? how the first one starts i don't know what that one is no the first one it's just a it's a bachelor party it's and like, they go out yeah. and they just pick up girls and she's one oh of yeah, yeah yeah she's like a gargoyle or something yeah yeah, yeah. Like, but is that the they, that's the first <coughs> segment and the through line uh the through line is the the guys that um they're looking for or they break into that house or whatever and find the tapes yeah and the second one runs right off of that yes yeah, kind he, of he does like a well the very beginning it's like I, I they're trying to find the cheating husband and he like it's right at the very beginning, and then that guy breaks into his house. Mm-mm. That didn't happen in the second one? No. No. You just watched it, so. Uh, yeah, that's what I'm trying to remember. I'm like, no. Yeah, I'm trying so. to remember. The ones that stand out I'm trying to, to think me. of what you are talking about. I'll, anyway, I'll that one it. is yeah. uh, that one is really good, and they, that one, they actually... Uh, did you know that the movie Siren is based off of that short directly? There's a movie called Siren, and it's based off of that story. No, I didn't know that. Yeah. No. <laughs> anyway. Yeah. I mean, you get what you get with those VHS movies. I mean, I'm pretty sure all three of us could have written that whole movie in this room right here. But um, I think my favorite out of all of those was, had to be the Gawkers one, the teenage kids. I like how they bring, like, they like they had, like, the 90s theme and everything shout out resident evil 2 they were playing it in that theme i remember that back in the oh. 90s playing that for the original playstation um 
it was just interesting. It reminded me of kind of like that segment we were just talking about from the first one. Um, the whole like uh, Medusa thing was kind of a cool thing. I didn't expect like like some Medusa turning them to stone. That was it was yeah. pretty cool. <clears throat> that was really cool. I like that. And then I would say like my next favorite on that one too was I like the Shredders one, like the zombie punk band, and like how they went down there and then you know didn't end well for the kids that were breaking in there, but. So the VHS two is two private investigators, but they're searching for. Um, I know that's after, but their first kid. job is to do like the husband, and that's how you're they're established. Oh, as, as private yeah, investigators. it's like so. It's like a scene that it's like the first this opening uh, yeah. scene. Yeah, but they okay. The reason I didn't pick up on what you're saying is because they don't explain that in the movie. Like you're just like I know, but that? I think it's just like assumed. I didn't assume that. It's I th- apparently, I re- remember it enough. Because the first one is like so, there's like so many like voyeuristic angles in these movies that like I thought it was just like a perv like spying on some guy having sex. <laughs> and then oh. it moves on to. No, something I think that else. he was like cheating. <clears throat> okay. I mean, yeah, that makes sense. Obviously, he's in a hotel. He's with some big Bimbo. tit chick. Yeah. <laughs> okay. Back to 99. <laughs> what do you think of VHS yeah. 99? Your turn. No, Anthony was saying. Oh, your turn. What his favorite segments were Gawkers and the and uh, Raker, whatever it's called. Shred it, Shredders. Shredders. I mean, it would Raker. Have Rake I mean, was the name of the band. Oh, yeah. Or Rack. Let, let me see. Rack. What we yeah. got? It would have to be. <laughs> I can tell you my least favorite one. The, my least favorite one, honestly, yeah, I'll go with that. Is I think that, man, it's had to had to be Ozzy's Ozzy's done. Hundred percent. That was that was trash. I didn't know what the hell was going on at the end of that. I mean, it was it was kind of <laughs> Kyle probably loved the ending because it was a big fat <laughs> bitch with tits hanging well, out. Okay, uh, what, here's what <laughs> we should do. What we should do is kind of just keep it super general right okay, now. Did you like it not? And then go into just go into each segment. I like it. I like it. I like it. Because like that's it. Anthology movies make it so easy to break down and talk about them because it's segmented. They give so. it to you. You yeah. kind of get all over the place with it. Yeah. So overall, did you like it? Did you not like it? Fun, <laughs> entertaining, but I mean, it's. Not great. Not great. I mean, they're they are what they are. These VHS franchises. I mean, I'm not gonna say I hated it, but I'm also not gonna say I liked it. I mean, it was. Fun, but you're watching the next one. Fun, disturbing movie. You know, around Halloween time and stuff. So it was. I bet you watch the next one though. Yeah, I will. <laughs> exactly. <laughs> yeah, I will. Okay, I think I'm pretty much in the same boat. There's obviously segments that you're gonna like more. Segments that are weaker. Um, watching the first two again though i do think this is as is a considerable drop off mm-hmm. um one thing that i hate that they do in this is they uh like the static and like the oh the yeah. scanning like it's really uh, bad in 94 too yeah they overdo it like it's it they do it a couple times in the first and second one but for the most part it's pretty clean like you know that's just mm-hmm. you know it's it yeah those things happen like once in a while obviously they're trying to get that analog feel in there but it is so much in this one that it's like, okay, come on. I mean, and I, a lot of times they do it to like cover like effects and shit up too. And it's like, I get it. We have a budget to work with, but it's just annoying. Yeah. It's like really watching old family videos. They don't do that. Uh, yeah. You know, you watch a VHS yeah. right now and it doesn't do that that much. Yeah. <laughs> that's when I saw that. I thought that was like a callback to like, okay, you have the nineties camcorder. And that's that, what, yeah, they, that that's how they do it. But that, that that is another thing I did like about this movie is they did a lot of like nineties references. It like, a little bit of nostalgia right there mm-hmm. took you back a little bit and then yeah there was some great yeah. um like costuming and hairstyles that were like very reminiscent of the 90s early 2000s because this was 99 so it's um you know right on the Y2K cusp of that. little <laughs> yeah a little Y2K nod that. I like that stuff it's the stuff that it's like um 
oh, hey, man, you want to go hit the stairs by the Blockbuster? Yeah. Or you want to go hit the stairs yeah. by, Radio by Radio Shack? Shack are better. No, man, Blockbuster's better. It's like, yeah. okay, we have to call back to two uh, no, things that I, were canceled. I did, too. I was <laughs> like, they call, they call, damn, Radio so bad. Yeah, like, <laughs> keep it at one. Like, that's fine. But, like, to do them right back to back, it's like, okay, we're really trying here. Um, But, yeah, shit like that, it's like they're trying a little too hard. But a lot of, like, the look and feel of it um, did feel like... 90s you know without trying too hard so i thought that was done well it's just um you get into like how horrific are some of the segments too and like especially watching the first two again there are some segments that are genuinely creepy whether it's like whether you actually find them scary or not you know we're it's hard to find movies that will scare us now when we're fucking in our 30s right there were creepy segments in the first two in this one i don't really think there was anything like that so i agree no more like there's cool gross. ideas. Yeah, there's gross. Yeah. And there's, I, I really think the last segment, it was a cool idea, whether it was executed well or not. I don't know. But um, the last one, I actually did like the Ozzy's um, Dungeon. What was it called? Ozzy's Dungeon? Yeah, yes. Ozzy's Dungeon. <laughs> yeah. Like the game show, I thought that was hilarious. Yeah, that <laughs> like, was funny. Was, as and then it goes into like this like really dark, like hostile Saw territory. And yeah. then it ends with like, you know, Mr. or like, you know, fantastical, like out otherworldly. So I thought that one was like the most complex and like tonally kept you guessing sure. where it's going to go. So, you know, in a movie like this where there's, uh, you know, zombies and like just really tame horror going on, like that stuff is just refreshing to see. And so that's why I like those segments more. They stand out yeah. more. One thing I did want to comment is... I saw that that the um, the last chick and the boy where the, the guy was there and he's like, oh, where are you from? I instantly thought in my head she was going to say Detroit and she did. And she did. I was like, it's so <laughs> you just pick a little black girl and yep. say she's from Detroit. Like every time they do that a movie, it feels like recently if they're black, they're from Detroit. I'm like, come on. Like, yeah, they're, she's a little bit less well off. They really need yeah. this. You know, they <laughs> yeah. need this win. And yeah, they're from Detroit. Thanks. Yeah, thanks. Everybody shouldn't on Detroit. Even ninety nine. Where was Detroit even bad? Ninety nine. Was oh in was that oh, when it was bankrupt? Um, <laughs> was that know. when it was bad? <laughs> what? Who knows? I can't remember. Who knows? It was right around the time I left there. Got out of there. Actually, it was the year. <laughs> yeah, there you go. Steve Ogg in that segment. I like that. Um, you guys remember? Do you guys ever play Grand Theft Auto Five? No. I played it, but I. Uh, no memory of it. He's, not a GTI of the, guy. he's one of the characters. <laughs> oh, really? In the game, yeah. Stephen oh, that's Ogg. cool. And he also he was also in The Walking Dead too, so that was cool to see him on the screen. He was the the game host. So. Oh, okay, yeah, yeah. I figured it was. It, it, ca- it took me back. You guys remember ever watching like a Nickelodeon back in the day? Yeah, it was. It was well, supposed to be a take yeah, on Double was, Dare, like figure it out. Or, or no, I thought it was uh, or the, the Temple, temple of, one. Yeah. Or the a, crypt. a mix of them in the crypt. All of those. Yeah, yeah. Things. Stories yeah. from the crypt or whatever. Yeah, it was. They did a good job because they did the, the whole flag, scrub flag, and find it in the goop, yep. and yep. that was that was really cool. Yeah, they did a really good job, and then the fucked up one, after she's like, it, it's an exact replica. Yeah, that was cool too. Yeah, yeah, there was some. I thought that was like, it went really dark there, and then like you know again moving it to a fantasy setting. Um, uh, we we said we we're gonna break them down individually. Yep, yep, yep. So, yeah. um. Hold on, let me pull up the, the segments here. I can find them. Okay, so I don't know much we'll have to say about each one, but 
so the first segment is shredding, like we said. Starts with the uh, the members of the band, mm-hmm. uh, band slash, kind of gave you like jackass vibes where they were like, you know, tri- they're like, yeah, yeah, they like just like break shit, but then they also are like are in a punk band, um, and then they go to the colony where there was a colony fire underground, yeah, the colony underground where there's a fire. To uh, I guess they want to make a v- music video there, but they're also yeah they wanted to, like, to play on friend. the stage of yeah. the legendary. Evil bitch, or what was it? What was the band? um, bitch cat, bitch cat, <laughs> yeah, yeah. So they obviously uh go down to the colony, and then uh, this one is like the most straightforward, kind of just like, like I said, tropey horror. And mm-hmm. the what I like about this VHS that compared to like the first one is the, I think the first one starts the strongest, and then it kind of goes down, and this one starts lesser and well it kind of jumps all over but the second one starts lesser and gets like a little bit better is that the one that ends in aliens it's that yeah. second one yeah. yeah that one is good and zombies uh that one too yeah yep second that's like the second yeah. one but anyway this one kind of starts tame tropey just like zombies and ghosts or whatever mm-hmm. and then it doesn't really do anything like too crazy or interesting but yeah i like i like the storytelling when when horror movies obviously do storytelling this one had that element which was cool to see too but it it was nice to be at the beginning it was it was safe it was it's a good um kept you in entry point to like the era too because like i said it's very 90s the punk band the jackass feel of it which started in i think 99 or 2000 pretty sure um, so yeah, it was a good entry point, but I, it didn't do anything really for me. No, they, they they kept it simple for that that opening one, and that's what I was confused about at first. I was like, "Wait, am I like? Did I fast forward to like the end of the movie or like what is?" Yeah, I had to rewind it too because I was like, "Wait, what I was happened?" Like, yeah, like what? <laughs> like because like how we talked about earlier, like there's usually like a side story like where they mm. watched the tapes, but they just threw it. Right no, in it jumped right in. Yeah, they that kept, was interesting. They kept it simple. I mean, if you gore freaks out there like the gore that was. A pretty gory segment. Yeah, definitely. Oh, yeah. The zombies look good. Yeah, for sure. Creepy, simple. I didn't. I like the I um the like double exposure that they were doing, where they would like show them alive and then exact dead the exact doing the exact same thing, <clears throat> and then they had them all pieced together playing at playing the, the end. show at the end. <laughs> yeah. Oh my god. Yeah, that was pretty good. That was good. Like a like a fucking horrific Chuck E. Cheese band or something. <laughs> exactly. <laughs> Um, yeah, so that one was pretty simple, but, um, you know, not, not too horrific or effective or anything um, for me. Uh, then we move on to suicide bid. Uh, and then this one is about a freshman who wants to get into a sorority, oh, but the yeah. hazing goes a little bit wrong. Um, oh, yeah, I forgot about that one. And I liked this one a little bit more than the previous one, but still in terms of like the horror elements, it's very straightforward. Mm. And um, the, I guess, effects or whatever in this one, pretty basic, like, looking ghosts, I guess. I, th- I mean, that's what they, that's what this one is about. Um, ghosts of past victims or whatever coming to claim them. Yeah. And then the ending kind of confused me as well. Like, how, how do they, they all <laughs> ended up in the... Well, how do they, like, keep doing this? Because, like, the one, the girls that lead her there yeah they're like 
you know, never speak of this again or whatever. It kind of seems like they never would want to do it again or whatever. And I guess you could say there's like a huge time jump in between each one, but then it's hard to convey that. Mm-hmm. Like, like it, so much time jumps and then it becomes legendary and then they, they do it again and then again and again. But like, you see like four or five girls get caught up in the same trap. Isn't it the same girls? <clears throat> no, it was the end. Those girls were the yeah. ones that did the hazing. They were the sorority girls. They were the ones at the end. They took that one girl. She was trying to get in and they're like, okay. So pretty much... Then she said she would breakdown. keep her alive if she brought her more sisters. So she brought all of the other five in with her. So the original... Well, how would they... Why would they go into that they didn't they like remember they like woke up in in the coffin oh so she like okay so it's assumed that she like drugged him or whatever brought him okay abducted i mean like those are the same girls that put her in it and she said if you keep me she's like if you keep me alive i'll bring you more sisters so she brought the other i i remember that but like just like the timing or whatever thing that one felt short as fuck too was that the shortest segment i'm not sure that did feel short yeah. that was real short. i couldn't even follow the plot so that claustrophobic shit too that's what they're aiming for in that one apologize to you my bad <laughs> um yeah that one's cool i did like the claustrophobia and i liked the i, I feel like those were real spiders that they put in the because they, yeah, they mean, didn't look or it was really really good cgi which it's funny because that one movie we thought was CGI and that was real spiders, uh, devil all the time. Yeah. And this one actually looked like real spiders yeah. and I don't know if they were or not, but, um, and then when the coffin was leaking, you could see the water dripping down. That was really cool looking. Mm-hmm. That's, that's freaky shit. I don't know. Dude. Yeah. She, buried he, buried you alive. saw the like timestamp and it was like 12 minutes and she was already freaking the fuck out. So then the girls are yeah. like, oh, we'll come back for her in a little bit. And it was like, what, 930 at night, six in the morning. They six come in back. the morning. Like, what the come. fuck? Oh, no. It's like, yeah, no shit. It was raining all night. You think she was going to be like, <laughs> OK? Well, if it was sealed correctly. Just don't. I mean, they covered her with dirt, too. Yeah, but dirt and porous. I don't know. I mean, obviously. Our cof- yeah, I mean, that wasn't a real coffin either. That was just no. like a wooden... They don't put screens like open they windows have, in a. Coffin. Well, that was cool. That was like a cross. Yeah, it looked cool. <laughs> it was for and obviously it was for so she could see so the could see ghost. The, yeah, <laughs> but no coffin is. Yeah, like that. No, <laughs> it would crack. Was it, it, that wasn't a bad segment. It was you no. Know, it was it was tame. Cool. No, I say I think that one was better than the first one to me, and but yeah, still pretty tropey, pretty tame. Mm-hmm. But there was a there was effective elements like you know if you're claustrophobic then that would be fucking scary as shit and oh yeah the thought of bur- being buried alive and then yeah all that shit and, and obviously that's a very or it was a very real thing too hazing like that shit can go wrong Fuck people yeah. died from that it's oh yeah up. there was i remember one back in the day that happened yeah a huge one um all right so i was suicide bid and then it goes into ozzy's dungeon which okay. we did already talk about a little, a little bit. bit yeah Boo. um but uh very <laughs> Yeah, very reminiscent of those old 90s game shows that you'd watch. Uh, I forget what the Temple one is called. That's yeah. the one that reminded me of instantly. Well, yeah. I've never seen the one that, you're, that you mentioned. It's like Double Dare. Double Dare. Okay, I don't think I've seen that one. Um, but yeah, it starts like off as that, and then I was like, where... I was confused. I was like, is this like an in-between thing also where there's like... They kind of taped over... Like they taped... They were recording a TV show, and they 
you know, it was mm-hmm. like part of the tape that they were watching. Yeah. I thought it was going to change and then it keeps Me going. And I'm like, holy shit. And then it well, I, gets uh, into it. I originally thought that when she like her legs snapped, because how the fuck did it snap? That's what I was wondering, too, because they I keep it was rewinding like it and showing it. Like a demon was in the fucking intestine. I thing thought no, I thought it was life. the fucking kid. I thought the the other contestant because they show him like passing her right, right at that moment, and I was like, oh, he fucking like yeah, he crawled over. He her. did something, and he's like a. I thought she kept rewinding shit. it and going back, and it was gonna be like a, you could see like a demon like. But it wasn't right. Sl- it was just it like was a just, literal accident. Yeah, she actually yeah. just okay. Yeah, that was kind of dumb. <laughs> yeah, <laughs> I was like, come on, he could have got way supernatural with this, but it did end up getting supernatural. <laughs> oh yeah. The big old, big old bitch with the demon in her belly. Yeah, I couldn't tell what that was when I was watching. I was like, "What is going on?" With this? That, that <laughs> looked cool. That segment was all over the place. I mean, it was all. I over did the not place. expect any of it. I mean, but yeah, uh, like, th- like I said, the thing that about that segment that I liked is you're watching it. It throws you off. You're like, okay, is they just record over a TV show? And then it gets like weird with the leg snapping, and then it's like. I mean, there's some things in there, too, <laughs> that um, kind of give it away, like the the game show, like the um, the way he's narrating or, you know, hosting it. He's just like saying like sh- fucked up shit that yeah. a host wouldn't say on right. a kid's show. So you're already like it's already thrown off in your head. And then she snaps her leg and then it's like, oh, fuck. And then he wakes up and it's like saw. And then he's like, we're going to play a game and you got to crawl through shit. And she has acid and uh, like all that shit. <laughs> yeah, I loved all that. He's like, What's all the brown stuff? She goes, it isn't. <laughs> candy or whatever cake filling. <laughs> the, i loved like she was probably my favorite part the actress was like, i she took my shirt, shirt off, off. I, I didn't understand like Dude, I, I was take dying my shirt off like what was she, the whole i can't breathe and she then he goes and he's like i completed it in time and she goes nope, nope. second few seconds late <laughs> yeah <laughs> like uh, it was so darkly humorous you and know then, who did that segment it was that flying lotus guy flying lotus okay uh, i don't know who segment. that is though who I don't Did know he either, but else? he seemed. I just <laughs> felt for some reason that Zoe Cooper and Flying Lotus, and then directed by Flying Lotus. Okay, that that would have been a a Flying Lotus. I don't. I just knew that that was his segment somehow. I don't know anything <laughs> about the guy. The name. Yeah, it just felt like it was. <clears throat> um. Hmm. Is he from Detroit? I'm trying to find what else he directed. He's done one movie in 2017. Cuso. I've never heard of it. Never heard of it. I don't know. <laughs> it looks fucking weird. Okay, anyway. Um and then yeah, the ending. Okay, here's the other thing too is that uh they he said he said we can't grant everybody's wish or whatever. We're on a budget. But like what is like cuz isn't it magic? So what yeah. how does that have to do with money? Like that when they went when they actually went to this being or whatever it is and to grant a wish or whatever. <laughs> I was like, "Wait, so how does that come back to the show being on a kind of budget? Whatever." Um, he's a DJ I, apparently. A DJ, okay. Producer. Yeah, he's only he only has a couple of directing credits. Uh, this being one of them, one being a movie. But um, yeah, I did love the ending and how that guy looked, and then the 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 things like coming out or whatever, like yeah, the symbols. I love that. It's pretty good. It was. They like burn their face. And they burn their face off. Yeah, it was like Indiana Jones. And that just zooms into old girl's face, and her wish was to. Kill everybody. Yeah, yeah that's what, what. What was her final wish? I mean, Kill everybody. Even her family. That was her family. That she. she said, know. "Fuck all these people." <laughs> that's what she. So weird. I it was. I didn't understand it. It went all over the place for me. I just. Well, she was an emo girl. She was. Turned out so, <laughs> or she became emo after she broke her leg. 
My legs fucked. <laughs> the other uh, thing too is her leg was fucking all. I mean, I liked how it looked, but does it make sense that like when you s- just like snap your leg in half, that's what? Yeah, unless the infection it? got into it. Okay, well, you just got to cut it off. Yeah, I was saying at that <laughs> oh, point, yeah. get rid of it. I, it would have been better if she tore it off and it was fucking Lieutenant Dan looking. No legs. <laughs> no, they just fucking were like, look what her leg is like. It's like you should probably just cut that off. <laughs> yeah. What was uh? What was? I mean. I, I, I guess it's not supposed to make sense, but the creature that came out of whatever the, let's just call that thing, the Wishmaster or whatever that thing was sitting there. What they call, uh, it was Ozzy. Yeah, that was Ozzy. Oh, that was Ozzy. Okay, yeah. I thought yeah. Ozzy was the game host. Okay. No, that no. Was, his name was... Because like, okay. and they, they, I think there was a couple nods to like, if I remember right, there was like graphics or images or something and it had said Ozzy and it was like a picture of like something weird and that it looked like that was like a production logo. So like their like whole thing was... Or, um, made around him, like the the creature, not, yeah. So that was, and he was like in a host or whatever. Kind of reminded me of uh, Total Recall, because that guy, because yeah. the thing came out. Oh and yeah, yeah. It, Like the the guy was like a normal kind of not normal, but right, like, like just like, some fat guy, and he was like the host for Ozzy. <laughs> they, was, I uh, mean, obviously they don't explain it, but yeah. I mean, I'm not gonna lie, I'm. I thought that segment was shit. Like, I did not like that one. I, was, I had my hey. brother watching it with me, and he, he, he fell asleep over on the couch. Like, he might be a little hungover, but classic. Hmm. Yeah, well, like I said, that one is just so different that in a movie like this, it kind of keeps you interested. And kind of same thing with the Gawkers, which is the next one. Um, the segment with, what is it, four young friends, and then they have a younger brother, and you know, girl next door moves in and they're creeping on her and shit. And it's 1999. So they have their own cameras and they're trying to film everything. And like mm. even get like the slightest glimpse of like boobs are like freaking out. And it's like, <laughs> yeah, it's pretty true. <laughs> but, yeah. Um, 100%. Yeah. So I love like that stuff. Just funny, relatable. Um, but then obviously she turns out uh, what Anthony mentioned before is that she ends up being like a Medusa type creature, which is pretty cool to see because a lot of these segments just is like, like I said, typical horror tropes, like zombies, ghosts, all that shit. And then to see something like that, I was like, oh, okay, this is interesting. And yeah. they even have cool callbacks like, oh, why are there so many like statues around her house? Like yeah. stone heads. Yeah, yeah, yeah. And then it makes sense. Like, oh, yeah, it's uh, I guess pretty I cool connection. put that together. Yeah. <clears throat> 100% agree. It's funny because, you know, you got the, you grew up with siblings too, your younger brothers. You have your friends over and everything and your younger brother's trying to hang out with you. Like, well, if you do this, man, you like, you can hang out with us. It'd be cool and shit like that. And like, it, was beer. it was humorous, man. It was funny. Like, it just, you know, it gives you that back. Like, you, you know, life was, you know, much easier. You didn't give a shit about anything. You're just hanging out with your friends. Like I said earlier, playing Resident Evil 2 <laughs> on the PlayStation. Yeah. Love that, yeah. They were staying up like all night, like watching yeah. the webcam and like one friend's playing a video game. The other one's on the computer. You know, yeah. Like skateboarding, playing pranks with each <coughs> other. Yeah. What were they doing? Drawing dicks on each other's heads when they <laughs> fell asleep. Stuff like that. That's just, it was a, it was a cool, like, it was a cool segment to see, like, yeah. you know, just for the fun of it. And then, I mean, obviously the payoff was pretty cool. Like we were talking about with the whole. Like you, how you mentioned, Kyle, it was way different. Like zombies, you know, slashers, shit like that. And then like, oh, shit, man, it's Medusa. <laughs> like it's yeah. literally Medusa. <laughs> <laughs> that, was, that was wild. I liked it. That might have been my favorite segment, honestly, out of this whole movie. Yeah, that was pretty good. It was pretty good, yeah. Pretty, like, straightforward. You know, nothing too crazy, like, twister yang wise But um, definitely relatable, like we said. Different. 
And then I guess this ties to the through line of the movie, which there isn't really a through line. So yeah. I don't know why. But um, the other thing that it, they do also is that like, from what I know in classic mythology, it's like a look from her will yeah. like turn you into stone. But they kind of change it a little bit where like she she does try to attack them like a like a creature like to shred them and then like but like a look she can also like kind of choose when to turn them into stone you mm-hmm. know which helps with the horror element of it right um but yeah and then what was the other thing i was gonna say um oh fuck oh it's much more they do a better job of making it feel realistic and relatable than a segment that i'll talk about in vhs 2 where they kind of try to do the same thing with like older and younger siblings and like hanging out together in the same house and like she has her boyfriend over and like i guess just like how things would play out if you're the alien abduction one in vhs oh, 2 yeah, I yeah, remember yeah. that one that yeah. one just feels like so over the yeah. top and cringy like with like their interactions with each other uh-huh. uh, like this one feels like authentic and this also is the one where i was talking about like the hairstyles and like the clothing of what they were wearing yeah, oh yeah everything felt like super authentic mm-hmm. so yeah um, I did like this one a lot too, even though it was very straightforward. Um, I liked it a lot. Uh, and then we get to our last one, to Hell and Back, which is definitely the most um, ambitious of the of the group, I would say. Mm-hmm. And I'm still questioning kind of w- the plot of it, or like I guess what their intentions were. But uh, this is what takes place on New Year's Eve, 1999. I kind of thought it was going to tie into like. Y2K more or like the the what you think of when you think Y2K like the computer virus or whatever but they didn't really ever get into that anyway these guys end up getting dragged to hell and then have to get their fight their way out or whatever it's pretty much as simple as that so mm-hmm. yeah this was uh actually my favorite segment okay I can I, see that yeah I just liked I liked the whole set design I mean it looked otherworldly yeah for sure like you don't know where the fuck they were. It looked like Mars, you know, like <laughs> it was creepy. You, sure. you saw all the different, you had some of the mythos and mythologies behind, you know, some of the demons and, <clears throat> yep. um, you had your guide it felt like kind of video game esque, like, you know, follow, follow me to, to the lair and, um, Mabel, Mabel, yeah. Mabel, if you're able, keep your elbows off the table. <laughs> Shout out Mabel. <laughs> it was, it was, it was creative. I mean, it was definitely creative. We pretty much like got some witches are trying to give birth to like this demon to like start yeah, off were the two K and whatever. Yeah, what was it a cult that was they were like worshiping him, right? And they wanted to bring that demon into this person, right? They were yeah, she was gonna give birth to it. And they fucked up and brought like some other entity out of it and like they're trying to cast it back to hell. <laughs> the the two like camera people, the ones that are just watching, went with them, and I thought, I mean, it was it was scary. It was like that's a cool idea, but and what I felt like they just like they had a lot of comedy in that. Yes, with I was gonna say that this but, one tonally is yeah. a little weird because yeah. like the two friends, like their banter <laughs> all the time. Like even if you're in hell and you're bantering and like. I did like that. I thought it was like a like a funny thing to be like you're in hell, literally fighting demons, and like you're like fighting about, you know, it's like, like why your friendship. You say that, yeah. <laughs> like, you you've told my ex or whatever. What did he say? Yeah, you told my. He ex. like ratted his him out to his ex or whatever. It, like shit like that. Like you're in hell, <laughs> and like this is what you're talking about. <laughs> One of the dudes still had his like uh, 
Y2K party hat on through the whole thing. <laughs> that is, I could not stop fake, laughing uh, at that. His little spear. And he shit. had the spear that they made. <laughs> yeah. With Let's talk about the acting of that. That Mabel person. She killed it, man. Like that was that was good acting for sure. Like. And then uh, I liked they were walking through like his nest, and then, like you see all these. Well, you saw this like weird creature, like woman spider thing come out of the den. Yeah, there's a yeah. And then there's just, like random traps everywhere, like. Yeah. Um. And then he he sees that little devil on the ground. He walks away. He walks back. He goes, yoink. Takes the spear. <laughs> he yeah. grabs a little tiny spear. Yeah. It, was, it was like I said, a lot of comedy in it for yoink. like. I think I think one of the tags on this is comedy. Movie is comedy. I mean the whole the whole stop motion soldier thing is is very comedic. This, um, there's some yeah. I mean there's obviously other elements that are that are funny. Yeah. Um. I loved the image of the the lightning striking though, and then in the very back you just see whether it's Satan or whoever, it's just like that foreboding creature in the very back. Oh, I didn't notice that. Oh, you gi- missed that? Yeah, oh, it's pretty good. The giant one. Yeah, yeah, yeah that was that was that was cool. A shout out, Stranger Things. <laughs> Never seen it, so yeah, know. you wouldn't know. But Wait, <laughs> yeah, you mentioned that uh, the toy soldier thing. Now I, I totally forgot about that. What the hell was that all about? Was that just like? So that's what I was saying is yeah. that the the kids one of the kids from Gawkers is the one that's doing that. Oh, okay. For that segment, but I, it never really I never explains that. it why. I never followed up. On and that. there's a segment. Um, it might be in this one, where the movie ends and it like kind of cuts back to like a, an image from, uh, the Gawkers segment, like where he's turned yeah. stone in the camera. It cuts back to that for like a split second, and then it goes away again. Yeah, that's so it implying that Gawkers, this. Yeah. yeah, implying that like, this is all like one tape or whatever, and it's all just been like recorded over but the gawkers is like the original tape okay or camera or whatever but anyway uh yeah the the imagery like them traveling through it and i i would have to check i would have to like run a stopwatch or check the runtime but they do something in this that if if they pull it off would be really cool too is that it's uh it's like live it's a what is it called um, when the the movie they say something like we have to get out of here in eight minutes and then it's like eight minutes exactly until oh, they get yeah. out because they say like we have x amount of time to get out of here and then I think it's exactly that amount of time and they oh, get out really yeah I would have to check it but I'm he said shit fifty eight seconds gotta go yeah and then it's like exactly that I love when they do that stuff. Yeah. yeah I'm pretty sure they set it up that way I again don't want to give them too much credit but it's it was a cool idea either way exactly and I think they pulled it off. If it's not exact, it's not exact. But they pulled it off around that time, and that's another cool element to this um, segment. What about the ending to that one? I I, I got kind of confused. Did he come back? One of the guys came back as the girl that was on the table. I feel yeah. like yeah. <clears throat> and then the other one, I don't. The other one just got straight he was up out, out. It was then, all first person, so I don't know if he yeah. came back as himself or. I think he did because I, I mean think, you saw yeah. his hands. Okay, yeah, I yeah. think so too. And then he wrote Homegirl's name at the In end. The book. Yeah. Yep. Because she said before she got killed. To, write to do name. it, yeah. Well, he was like dying too, so he's like, "Fuck it." <laughs> you get sliced by that fucking. Yeah, yeah the it side. was like it <laughs> happened right away too. Like they were like ready for it. Like as soon as oh like, yeah, yeah, boom, all dead. <laughs> yep. Yeah, those are the those are the kind of segments like, you know, like when it comes to like scary movies for me, like slashers, I'm okay with. But when it comes to like the paranormal and like cults <laughs> and shit, that shit freaks me out so bad. But like. I mean, there was so much comedy in this one where I was like, okay, this... You should yeah, watch uh, The Conspiracy. It's a good one. I, I, that's been on my list for a long time, so I need to check that out. Perfect time. 
Perfect runtime or perfect time to watch it? Both. <laughs> it's short. I think it's like an hour and a half. <laughs> okay. Um. Yeah. So it ends on that. Uh. Like I said, I think there's a cut back to like the Gawker segment for like a split second. Then it does the fuzzy frame or whatever, and then ends probably with the title as all of them do. But uh, yeah, that was that was VHS ninety nine. So what? Uh, let's let's go favorite and least favorite. You get one of each. Okay. Favorite was to Helen Beck. Least favorite, still probably Ozzy's Dungeon. Okay. I'm gonna go. I mean, I think I already said it. Gawker's was my favorite, and then Ozzy's Dungeon for sure was the, my least favorite. I'm gonna go Ozzy's Dungeon is my favorite. <laughs> and Could have called that one. I think I'm going to have to go Shredding was my least favorite. Um, just because of how straightforward it was and the banter like between the bandmates felt a little too much at times. And I think that was also the one that did the most of the, you know, uh, like I said, scanning or whatever the fuck you would call it. Yeah, that, like, it fuzzy frame. Yeah. So that was like really annoying me at the start. And then it got a little bit better as it went on. So, um, all right. Anything else to say on VHS 99? I got nothing. Well, let's rate it out of five stars, then. What are you going to give it? I give it a three star. Wow. I will give it a 2.5. I am a little torn because I didn't love any segment, like love any segment. So I think the ceiling would be a 2.5. I think I'm going to go a heavy two. All right, let's get into some nano reviews. Josh, you've always got something. Yeah, I have two. Okay. Do you have any? I also have, I have VHS. Oh, yeah, you have VHSs. I mean, I'm not going to touch on them a lot. I'll probably just, it'll be You have to tell your, so. na- your favorite and least of those two. Yeah, exactly, yeah. Okay, um, I watched a, I guess not really anthology, but kind of. Um, it's interwoven stories. I finally watched Trick or Treat, Kyle's boy, Michael Doherty, from his favorite Godzilla movie, King of the Monsters. Yeah, obviously. <laughs> my boy. Um, uh, I've heard a lot of great things about this. Travis um, was telling me a lot, um, a lot about it to watch it recently. So, or not recently, he's been telling me for quite some time. So, finally got around to see it. Um, Love the runtime, by the way. 82 minutes. Beautiful. Beautiful runtime, um, and if people don't know, it's it's four four different stories that all kind of work their way back to back to a final story. And there's a they're all kind of going on at the same time, but you see the different perspectives uh, on each of them. And um, yeah, it's a really really good movie. Um, I didn't really know what to expect from it. I I had started it previously, and it's. It's like those early, like mid two thousand horror. It's like the aesthetics kind of weird at first, so I, I I kind of turn it off before I got too deep into it. But so this is your first first viewing, yeah, full watch. Um, so this time I just said, you know what, I'm gonna block it in and just go for it. And um, I was actually pleasantly surprised, and I liked it quite a bit. Have you ever seen this, Kyle? I have seen it. It's been like a really long time though, like I, before I. Yeah, use Letterbox or anything. Gotcha. Yeah, yeah, it's really good. Um, I I think it's uh, it's uh, it's going to be one of those that benefits from a, of a rewatch because you don't pick up on all the little nuances of each story and it's kind of confusing. 
And I feel like if you knew the storyline, it could help make it a little bit more effective um, as an overall experience. So, um, but yeah, the you know the love the love the cold autumn looking uh, scenery, um, kind of got some weird weirdness to it, which uh, you you would probably um, like. Had some decent amount of style. Had some through some like comic book drawings in it too. So. Um, yeah, ended up liking it quite a bit, uh, and probably will end up f- scooting it into the to the Halloween um, yearly yearly tradition. So, well, eventually your 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 thirty days are going to be booked with rewatches. <laughs> you might want to watch some new horror right now. I then. do watch new horror. No, I know. I'm saying eventually it'll be well, booked. Yeah. No, <laughs> I think there's going to be you like fit, you fit five. Four or five Halloween, well, six if you count the if you rewatch the new trilogy every year. I don't plan to watch. I'll watch <laughs> the first one every year. First one every year. Okay, okay. Um, but yeah, so I ended up giving that one a four star, heavy four star. Okay, um, I will do, I'll do VHS and VHS two, um, just back to back. So I I I said I was going to try to watch some of these. Unfortunately, I only got around to the ones that I've seen before. <laughs> But um, I don't. I didn't really remember much about them, so I'm glad I. I'm glad I did get to uh, to rewatch them. Uh, so starting with VHS, I already kind of um, said it uh, prior, but VHS starts the strongest and then goes downhill um, in terms of segments. Hold on, let me pull up the segments here real quick. Do 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 do. I want to get the names right. I think I've only seen one once, and I've seen two probably three or four times. Okay. So this uh, this does have a through line also. Both of them do with the these guys. Um, they kind of make, like, exploitative films, which is another angle that I like. Like, oh, yeah. that era of, like, the internet and stuff, too, where it was, like, you know, that shit, like, you'd find that stuff on the internet and be like, what the fuck am I watching? Like, in, like <laughs> what? Like, Live Leak or whatever? Yeah, just like shit Remember like Live that. League watching yeah. that shit? Oh, yeah. Anthony, did you, did you watch Live League back in the day? <laughs> I've seen it. You would see like oh, people man. get like fucking their Killed. heads blown off. Oh, yeah, dude. That shit was uh for us, man, when I was younger. It was like, they weren't videos, but they were pictures. It was Rotten.com. Okay. Oh, man, dude. And then there was a, uh, oh, what the hell was the other one when they actually started showing videos? I remember one of my boys showed me this shit and it was, it was called dude. Blood Show. Bloodshow.com. And like they're... Yeah, he was showing me shit like people getting set on fire and dude. Yeah, live leak. You saw just people getting their fucking bullets through their skull and crazy. Well, that's what I like about the first two is that they have this like angle to them that feels like something that you would see on live leak or like something fucked up. And so that's what I like about the first two, especially. I I haven't gone past that yet, but I know the second one is viral. So I don't know if it gets more into that or less. Viral sucks. Okay, I've heard that. <laughs> viral is the worst one. Ninety four was pretty that. good, <laughs> but um, ninety four was better than ninety nine. I think. Okay, well, uh, yeah. Hopefully, I'll get into those soon. But uh, yeah, the frame narrative, like all that stuff, I really like how it sets it up. And then amateur night, like we said, with the uh, siren. I don't know what else to call her. That she is like the 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 imagery of her is amazing. Like kind of like evolves into where she gets by the end like you first start off by seeing her feet they're fucked up and then like <laughs> it's her teeth and then her eyes and then her fucking face is split and then she has wings and she's flying away like yeah i, I love that evolution i gotta i want to watch that one probably tonight you know who directed that watch. one uh-uh david bruckner 
He's coming <laughs> back too. That's my boy. <laughs> it's your boy. Um, yeah, and then second honeymoon, directed by Ty West, is creepy. Also has that like voyeur stick angle, and there's like somebody you know where they go to sleep, and then someone is like filming them sleeping and like, oh, in yeah. the room with them. Like it's creepy, but it doesn't really go anywhere. Mm-hmm. Like it just ends up being like the wife in on it. That I like that one. Didn't love it. Tuesday the seventeenth. This one was just like weird, and I like that it's weird. But this was like the this. Uh, Where how you killer. find these segments? Are you on Wikipedia? Or yeah. Something? Okay. It's the killer that like is like a glitch though. Like nobody can see it. It's just like if you you have to like see it through the camera, but it's like a glitch thingy. I don't know. It's it's kind of weird. I didn't really like that one. And then um, the girl through the the girl uh, the the webcam segment where she is the guy she's like dating a doctor or whatever and it turns out she's been like a surrogate or whatever. I actually thought this one was better than the Tuesday the seventeenth one, but still this does not have as strong. Adam One Guard, Dave Bruckner, and Ty West. Yeah. Three of my boys. Mm-hmm. Wow. Yeah, you need to rewatch the first one. I do. I'm, I plan on it tonight. And then this one ends on a Halloween segment that is um, interesting, but not like, yeah, I really didn't care for that one either. So I think this one kind of does go down, not with each one, but the first one is definitely the strongest um, amateur night. So that one would be my favorite from that one. I would say Tuesday the 17th is my least favorite. Um, and then we get on to VHS 2. And let me see. Okay, so I, this one, I think everybody agrees. Like, it has to be the uh, the Gareth Evans segment. Like, is this, that one is... Fuck. No, it's the best one. Yeah. It's, I, genuinely, I think it's the only amazing segment that I've seen from all the VHS all movies. Yeah, and I've only seen it. three of them, but it, it genuinely is amazing. Yeah. They get, like, they definitely get loose with the cameras, though, in this one. Like... Uh, you know how it's like suppo- it's they try to be as realistic as possible with like how these things are getting filmed uh-huh. like where you know the camera use and stuff like that but this one like you'll she like walks up to um, there's like a character like the madam or whatever they call her and like the whole time she doesn't have a camera and then like they like come back to one scene and she's just like holding like a, like a handheld camera it like doesn't make any sense why okay. she would have a camera but like so they get very loosey with that stuff, okay. but it benefits the segment because you get to see it from way more angles. It's much more cinematic, and yeah, it doesn't make sense at all, but it pays off, and it's it's worth it for this one. Yeah, like normally that shit would like bother me, like because it makes no fucking sense logically, but it's the best one. So I get oh, yeah. some slack. Like it's the bloodiest. There's like there's a cult. There's zombies is it and there's a cult? and there's a demon. What is it called? Cult. Um. Oh segment? shit! I should look up the name. I think it's called like <laughs> the on, cult. Or it. No, it would be a uh, safe haven. Oh. <laughs> it was actually directed by Gareth Evans and Timo Twahanto. <laughs> Sorry, I want to give credit where credit's due. I'm assuming that would be the Indonesian guy. Um. So yeah, that one by far my favorite. Uh, least favorite on this. This one is also, I should say, the first one is way too long. That VHS is two hours, and this yeah. one's an hour and a half. It cuts like a whole segment out of it. This one, I actually think the worst one is the first one, which is the Adam Wingard one. The one with the phase I, one clinical trials is what it's called. Yeah, I like that one. 
Yeah, I don't. Like, it is corny. It's because, yeah. So in the phase one clinical trials, he gets like a robot, a robotic eye. That's, yeah, okay. And he like, and then like he starts seeing ghosts or whatever. And then like the one girl gets a cochlear implant and she starts hearing ghosts. Like, sure. doesn't really make any sense. And then like the, the imagery and stuff that comes from it didn't do anything for me. I just thought it was dumb. When I first saw it, I was like, whoa. Uh, but then I, s- subsequent viewing is yeah. not as powerful, but. I probably liked it a little bit. I mean, I'm not saying it's bad. It's just my least favorite of of VHS 2. And I will say overall, VHS 1 is a very, very light 3, and VHS 2 is a heavy 3. I think they're both about the same. Because they like both have haven't seen alone. Good, I mean, it, That's like a 4 or 4.5 Oh, the, the entire movie gets boosted a lot from that scene because or from that segment because, well, and from the shorter runtime. Because this, I think this one's at like a six point four, and the first one's at like a five something on uh, on IMDb. So there's a big gap between them, even though I think they're about the same overall quality. I also do like the framing device in this one with, like you said, the investigators, and it ties back into the first movie because they go to the same house and they discover like a guy that's a kid that's like investigating the same tapes, and like he dies, and then like that imagery, all of that is much better to tie it together than like the first movie, also. But I just like how there's a, a continuous through line uh, for both of them. Yeah, VHS2 <laughs> is the highest IMDb score. Yeah, when he's yeah. all mangled up in the closet or whatever. Yeah, exactly. Yeah, That's that like was, the last That was real cool, shot. yeah, when yeah. they had like that. And like oh, and I love, th- thank you for reminding me, They <laughs> she watches back, or he watches back the, the video of him killing himself. He says, it's time for me to make my own tape. Puts a gun to his mouth or whatever, yeah. like blows his oh, mouth off, and then, and then he gets up, walks him. away, and then they walk in like right after, and then, he's and then you the see his face yeah. all yeah. fucked all up. But then as soon as he gets up and walks away, like they walk in, yeah. And and the in the beginning of the movie, she's like, "Did you hear that? Didn't you hear somebody?" And like we were like, "It all comes back." Yeah, VHS two was VH two. Yeah, I remember watching it and I was like. Damn. Yeah. <laughs> it fucked me up the first time I watched it. Yeah. It's definitely better than VHS one, but I, it, there's some things that hold it back, unfortunately. So I don't, I don't really remember most of them, but God, it's been a while since I watched those first two, but the ones that will always, always stand out to me. I'll never forget them. Once we talked about it earlier, the gargoyle girl. I mean, like when you're watching that segment, like right yeah. off rip, you're just like, something is off about this girl bitch, right yeah. here like you're like there's like got the camera on her and i'm like dude she is freaking me out bro like, she does have a very particular what? look and then just like her like whispering i like yeah, you what is she doing I like you. and then, dude i don't remember this segment at all dude. what i think that's adam wingars who's is that uh, his segment it could have been i don't know, have to look it up that one was terrifying um yeah i'll just touch on the other two real quick a ride in the park is the zombie one super super straightforward just like pure zombie but like done well like pretty, when there's, there's a shotgun he gets blown up yeah. in the air yeah the camera goes flying yeah. Yeah. Like first down. person zombie mode or something yep. yeah. exactly yeah I so i i one. did like that one um and then slumber party alien abduction didn't like love the kids but i like some of the imagery just because like i'm like a UFO oh, wait, you freak. said amateur night was david breckner no no yeah you did oh i did yeah oh i did yeah 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 and one guy did the first Correct. tape the first yes, tape, the framing device. In the frame yep. And then he came back to do the clinical trials one. Okay. Uh Summer Party Alien Abduction. Liked it. Didn't love it. There um I like the some imagery, like I said, that it's used. Very inspired by science. Almost the antithesis 
the antithesis of signs, though, because these aliens are like swimming in water <laughs> at one point. Yeah. So I feel like it's just like a nod to that. Um, but yeah, it's it's OK. And then there's even a, a I don't know what it's. I can't tell you exactly what happens in the scene, but it reminded me of Nope. And then I was like, well, obviously this came out before that. So could be Nope stealing from Slumber Party alien abduction. Cause there's a scene where they get captured by the aliens and then they're like in like this, like they're in between like something white yeah, yeah, and it's like yeah, wiggling yeah. and water's like sloshing down on them and then they get spit out and it's like they're in like the lake. Oh Beach. yeah, yeah, I do remember that. Yeah. Wow, Jordan Peele, nice original work. I know. <laughs> Did they? Got, uh, that was uh, the collective radio silence. Uh, yeah. Directed that one. Yep. That was a sad segment, man. Like, don't get too much. But have you ever seen the dog? Have you ever seen? I saw man. that. Well, there's somebody else that does some. Sh- uh, someone else I know that like. If there's a dead animal or dead dogs or anything, like hates it. <laughs> did did they put like a camera on the on the dog? In the, that yeah, the yeah. camera's yeah, always through, on yeah. the dog, and that's okay. another thing that's that was like, thing. just like weird or like, again they get loose with like how they are filming things, but Dude. yeah, the GoPro on the dog. <laughs> I remember that. Now, now it's all coming back. That was a creepy ass segment, and them aliens were biting necks and all kinds of shit. I was like, that's a new take on aliens when I saw that one. Yeah, I think it could have been a little bit better if they were like just more like a little bit more sci-fi with it instead of horror. Like it could have been horrific still, but yeah, like the aliens were kind of like almost like zombies in it. And I was like, just yeah. like stick to one. But still thing. the one that stuck out to me. The Do most you know uh, the direct the part of the radio silence was, I did look it up, but I don't, he remember did, the names. he did the newest scream. Yeah, exactly. Yeah. And he did ready or not. Yeah. Mm-hmm. It's, uh, have you ever seen Southbound? No, it's like another anthology horror. Uh, yeah. David Bruckner's in it. I haven't seen it, but I, I know haven't either. But about. it's been on my watch list. And I don't know why I haven't, because it's only in, I might be on it too. And one of the guys, um, I think from that is isn't he like a, um, it's like an indie, like a, oh no, that was from Radio Silence. Yeah, he did Hobo with a Shotgun. That was Jason Eisner. There was one, um, I don't remember which segment it was. It might have been the end of the first one. It was some guy that did like Drinking Buddies, directed Drinking Buddies also did like a segment in VHS. Like a guy that doesn't do horror directed a segment in VHS. Not important, but the TV sh- or the movie? Yeah. Joe Swanberg, it was him. Swanberg. He did the he did the zombie one, I think. Okay. It was whatever was right before the VHS t- it was before the alien one. Whatever one was right before that. Hold on. Zombie, right? In um in what? VHS2. VHS2? No, I think it was VHS1. Oh, it did. The sick thing that em- happened to Emily when she was younger. Yep, that was Swanberg, yeah. Okay. Okay, like I said, I gave them both three stars. Um, yeah, obviously se- some segments are better than the others, and what's nice about these movies, too, is if you... There isn't really... The through line doesn't really matter, so mm-hmm. you could pop on, like, your favorites on YouTube and just, like, watch, like, a really good segment and then check out. <laughs> Absolutely. But if you want to log it, you gotta watch the whole thing. You gotta watch the whole thing. Sorry. gotta watch the whole thing. And that one that always stand out to me is that cult one when they did like the mass yeah, suicide safe thing and they yep. revived that that one. When I think of VHS, I the Demon Girl and that one. That's what I think about. Like all the other ones were cool, but like, yeah, uh, you're done. I only have one. Yep, yep, yep. Okay. Um, so my last one I'm going to talk about is um, the Disney classic Hocus Pocus. Oh God. So I understand having nostalgia for a film 
I have a lot of it for some films, but without it, this movie's like horrible. <laughs> Jesus Christ. Like so you obviously both seen it. When was the last time oh, you yeah. watched it, Kyle? Oh. In its entirety, yeah. like probably when I was living back at my childhood home, like okay. Keeler, I don't know. Well, so the one the one part that doesn't completely doesn't make sense is they you know how they go to the cemetery and they're not allowed they can't be in the cemetery because it's hallowed ground. Yeah. And then that's just completely broken at the end of the movie. They go in. She's like fighting with. He's holding the broom. Mm-hmm. She's like trying to suck his soul. She's like trying to fall. He's like almost going to fall off. She goes, oh, I can't fall off. I'm going to take hell of ground. And then she falls down. And then she's like strangling him. And she's fine. Is this the second one? No. One. I haven't seen the second one. So what you're saying is this is what you would say to Kenny Ortega? Bro, you sound so fucking stupid to me right now. I feel sorry for you. Yeah, it's like nostalgia is one thing, but you can have nostalgia and the movie still be decent. This is not like it has some cool production design and like I get it. But other than that, it's I I did laugh a couple times. It did have some kind of funny moments. But if you take nostalgia out of this movie, it's (laughs) it's a pretty bad movie. And I don't... And this guy's a fucking Disney jobber. High School Musical, High School Musical 2. He's done everything. The Descendants. Wow. What a jobber. <laughs> he loves he, Disney. I, he probably didn't write a single one either. He loves the dick. <laughs> uh, no. Didn't no. write a single movie. Probably no, he only has four writing credits. Yeah, and they're all like short 50, 60 directing credits. <laughs> yeah. Um, yeah, it's just... I mean, yeah, like I said, you take nostalgia out. If you just base it on as a film itself, it's... Not good. And it felt very long and it's only an hour and a half. So I I don't see it. I don't see the glitz and glam behind it. Never have. I think um Bet Midler looks hideous as fuck intentionally, but I just can't even <laughs> stand watching her on it. With her teeth and everything. Oh, it's so bad. <laughs> yeah, she's like a fucking witch that gets resurrected, right? Yeah, but they're they're like younger. She like is old as fuck and then she gets younger and then I mean I get that she's supposed to look hideous and that's a good job on them but still doesn't take away from the fact that it looks it's like I don't want to watch it because of her don't like the orcs look hideous in Lord of the Rings yeah but they're like (laughs) are creatures she's like supposed to look human okay (laughs) anyway yeah I gave it a two star ouch Anthony, you have anything recent that you've watched or you're dying to talk about? What did I just watch? Couldn't have been that memorable. <laughs> Honestly, it really has. I did want to go see that Smile movie. I heard nothing but good things about that. I've heard seen some that pretty yet? good things. No. I haven't watched it, no. But the latest... Came, yeah. When it comes out to VR, let's go. Yeah, we'll go back to what you were talking about. The latest thing that I saw in theaters was Nope. Jordan Peele's Nope. Oh, yeah. We just talked about Nope. Or mentioned it, I should say. Yeah. Yeah. What did you guys think of that? We, we all I liked it. it. Yeah, I I loved enjoyed it. Enjoyed the shit out of that movie. <laughs> it yeah, was, it was it was a good movie. Not what you expect. That was the most recent movie you've seen in theater. Yeah, I think wow. so. Yeah, gotta get back out there. Yeah, yeah it was great. It's a uh, very original. Uh, um, apparently not. Well, that's true. Radio <laughs> silence. We're talking. Ripping to you. off radio silence. Joe Peel, I'm calling you out. Uh, 
Yeah, but no, you know, it's like a, a original for a blockbuster. You know, at least yeah. it's not based off of something. Friendly, right. But okay, well, I think that will wrap us up then. Um, next week we will not be recording. Nope. Uh, Jacob and I will be in Chicago. Um, and but what we will do for that week is uh, I think we'll put out our Paul Verhoeven premium to keep people entertained. So look for that next week. And then the week after, we'll have a couple different choices. So we'll have to talk about what uh, what we want to review. Is that the 6th? Weekend of the 6th? It would be the weekend of the 5th and 6th. Yes. That, that'd be the day. Um, but yeah, we have some options. Uh, hopefully, Decision to Leave will expand. Mm-hmm. Love Tar, which I don't know if you're interested in seeing, but I would like to see that. Pray for the Devil, your boy. Oh, I did want to see that. Great title. Yeah. Pray P R E Y. That's a good title. You love you love that word. <laughs> I, I do love that word. You love predator <laughs> or pray and predator too. Um but yeah, so we'll we'll have to I mean it's a couple weeks away. Um oh actually that weekend is also when Weird the Al Yankovic movie comes out on no Roku thanks. too. <laughs> I know you don't want to watch <laughs> it. No Wait, who's but, my boy in Pray for the Devil? Uh the director. Daniel Stamm? Yeah. What did he do? I don't know. <laughs> I just oh, don't last exorcism. Yeah, there you go. <laughs> I think I gave that a I think I gave that a half star. A one. He did give it a half a star. Yeah. I gotta rewatch that. <clears throat> so he's my boy, actually. Yeah, he's more your boy. Um well yeah, we need to talk about that weekend too, because um we do have a we have someone else that's interested in guesting that would like to watch that would like to review the Ali Yankovic story, so <laughs> We'll talk about it. Okay. All right. So stay tuned for uh, upcoming announcements. But uh, next week, look out for the Paul Verhoeven premium episode. It was huge. It was a big one. Oh, yeah. And it Speaking gave me of a big one. Horniness, too. I, I totally forgot to mention the best part of the that segment, the Gareth Evans one, that when they're running down the hall and there's just some guy railing her from behind and his blood squirting. Oh, everywhere. yeah. Horny. It was pretty good. And Hocus Pocus, Sarah Jessica Parker, horny. Horny. More. We need more hornier movies. Yeah. Come on. So, okay. Uh, if you want to uh, send us a question or comment, you can email us at suddencinemapodcast at gmail.com. You can find me on Letterboxd and Untapped at the KG Project. I am on both platforms at Josh underscore Saldana. Uh, Anthony, anything you need to plug? You want to plug What's your anything? platform? Instagram is my thing, obviously. You can look me up at AnthonyH5 is my username. Shoot him a follow. And thank you for coming on. Thanks. I know it's short notice, but yeah, no problem, came man. in clutch. Always enjoy coming on. You know, I look forward to coming back. Too. We'll see you uh, at the latest in the Saw. The yeah, saw we'll see you. Yeah, at the very latest. Sure. That's the next Pretty one sure. for sure. All right. Thanks for listening. Cheers, guys. All right. See you guys. Cheers.